You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I am in studio today with a bona fide star of TV, star of film, star of everything I love, the one and only Mr. Boyd Banks. How are you today, Boydy? Hello, Jeff, baby. Good to be here. <laughs> baby. There's going to be a lot of uh, baby said Oh, today. we're in showbiz. <laughs> we are showbiz, Boyd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Boyd is, uh, for you guys that don't know who Boyd is, you should know he's a very recognizable face, both on uh, film and the small screen, every Canadian little thing ever made, Little Mosque on the Prairie. Oh, you might remember Straight, from- straight to the crap. <laughs> Let's start with the worst thing you've ever written and work your way down. I love it. And of course, my favorite line in uh, one of my favorite movies, Dirty Work. Boyd, hit me with the line from Dirty Work. Uh, Lord knows I have. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Talking about... Dead hookers. So many dead hookers. Just dead hookers everywhere. So many. How many dead hookers have you seen in your real life, Boyd? None. I've been very <laughs> fortunate. I've, I've lived a charmed life. That's good. That's good. Did you ever get into the hookers? I've never paid for sex. I ne- Well, I was at a bachelor party once and I won the raffle, but that's different. <laughs> you know, there's, there's paying for sex and then there's winning it. You know, it's... <laughs> Allah uh, wanted me to have that blowjob. This guy I knew is... Thank uh, you, Allah. This guy I knew his bachelor party the uh, father-in-law won the blowjob and who yeah. was still married to uh, the soon-to-be mother-in-law and just he was like well went and got his blowjob and now they got uh, my buddy's got that on his father-in-law for a long time <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little thing to have in the back pocket ah that's wonderful all right well we are gonna uh, we're gonna imagine dice- what the uh, the gal has <laughs> you know. Probably a few things, a few tricks, eh? Oh, you've seen a few casting couches in your day. Oh, you, it's what it's all about. <laughs> um, well, let's uh, let's break her down. Let's I wear an adult diaper to soak up the blood. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I've been in show business for a long time. <laughs> Show business. I uh, I remember the uh, the first time Boyd ever called me a, a funny cunt. That was uh, that was a good day in my comedy career. Oh, that's sweet. When was that? Last week. <laughs> Buddy, you see, we're friends. We give and take. It's natural. Um, where did it all begin, Boyd? Where, where were you born? You're, you're, uh, I was born in. The uh, for those people that want to commit uh, wire fraud, I was born <laughs> on uh, in 1964. Uh, in a big cultural uh, center called Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Oh, the jewel of the prairie. What was the population back in uh, 64? In 64? I don't know. You know. I have absolutely no idea. Do you know what it is now? I have absolutely no idea. Do you have any ties to Moose Jaw? Any- Not anymore. No, 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 no nothing's all- left there? No, not for me. They, the, the family's pretty much moved on. And Yeah. Where, uh, tell me about the family you were born into. Mom and dad love each other. They oh, yeah, they did fine. They had like, uh, what, seven kids. You have six siblings? Yeah, you know, it was seven kids. Are you close with any of them? Oh, God, no, no. I remember <laughs> I remember growing up going, I can't get old. I can't wait to get away from children. I had so many brothers and sisters, like, I can't wait. I'm never going to have kids. I can't wait to get away. Um, where were you in the uh, in the pack? Oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle? Right in the middle. Nobody gets attention in the middle. That's right. That's why you get me. 
Um, what it was? How many boys? How many girls? The uh, two all the two oldest are girls. The rest boys. Really? Oh yeah. And these I've heard these sisters have tormented you and put makeup on you. Oh no! Oh no! That's all, that's all <laughs> sisters do. When, they, when you have older sisters, you know, at first they beat you up. You know, it's, they lay down the law. You know, it's, it's just like prison. <laughs> they got to establish dominance. They have to. And then you know, and the great thing is, the little girls they outgrow that. You know, and when you're beaten into submission, they. They like to play fashion designer, and then you're the model, and then they, they dress you up. <laughs> now they would call it transgendered. I don't know, but in my day, it was called not getting beaten up by my sisters. Okay, just put the makeup on me. Just stop, stop hitting me. Think about that. First they beat you up, then they put you in a dress. That is so Gitmo, isn't it? That is, that is just, they got it down, you know? I think they would have caught Osama bin Laden like about five years earlier. If those people were interrogated by little girls, you know? <laughs> I really believe that. I really believe they would have broken a lot quicker. Bring in the makeup artists. Oh, and they dress them up. Have little tea parties, little fashion shows. Oh, yeah. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> Walk them up and down the cell block? He okay, turn at the end. He would have given you Bin Laden's postal code. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> Little girls are evil. I wonder what the Afghani Postal Service is like in those mountains. Mm. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's gotten better. Yeah. I'm sure. It's all, all getting better over there. It's all getting better. It's all. Then The war is pretty much over, I think. Did, yep. Did smooth we, sailing. Did we win? Nothing but smooth sailing. We won. There was a big parade. You know, I guess we got drunk and slept through it. I know. Fuck. So what's life like growing up uh, in Moose Jaw? Well, you know, I mean, I, well, we didn't, I didn't grow up. Like, what'd you, what'd Pretty you, much grew up in Edmonton, though. What? You grew up in Edmonton? We moved to Edmonton when I was like in, what, grade, I don't know, four. Okay. Uh, the, what did mom and dad yeah, do? I for, was, you know, I was drinking a lot then you know, <laughs> you know it's a blur yeah, grade yeah. four grade three i know bend at the elbow once you hit nine you start getting depressed and those uh, double digits are staring you down it's fun for the first <laughs> couple of grades but man yeah, the, the alcohol really took its toll on me in grade school <laughs> like a lot of albertans you know um was mom a stay-at-home mom with seven kids i take it or was she out yeah, she had the odd job every once in a while yeah dad had uh you know what did, did he do his best he was an accountant Accountant? Yeah, did his best, but well, you know. Why the movie? It, it was back then, though. You could, you could afford to have kids. Yeah, back yeah, yeah, then. yeah. You yeah. know, you could, especially in the prairies. I know. Well, that's how you why you had kids, so they could work the. Uh, usually, they work the farm. Yeah. Why did uh, Why did you guys move to Edmonton? Uh, Dad got a job, a better paying job. So ah. we moved there, we settled there, and you know, Edmonton's a great town. Nice, and that's where you. Had a great uh, time. Pretty much grew up my formative years, I'd call it, you know. Yeah. Until I left, left when I was what? 20, 21, 20? I think it was 20. To pursue... Uh, I moved to Vancouver because they had a comedy club in Vancouver. And that's... You You that were like the you were a comedian before an actor? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, those days, there was like uh, the comedy clubs in the country were Yuck Yucks Toronto, Punchlines Vancouver, Yucks Ottawa, maybe. And that was about it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man. Back in December 81... That's, I think it's almost like that again. I think that's the only uh, where you're going to find comedy clubs soon enough. No, no, no. It's, it's way better now. No, it's there are a lot closing. There's no money in it anymore. Oh, there's no money. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're not going to make a dime. Yeah, and it's these people that open up these clubs, and you're like, uh, good for you. Thank you for doing this, but 
your family is not gonna yeah farewell <laughs> you know unless you're the comedy bar he's the last guy that's ever gonna make money off comedy i like uh i like joe down at the corner but it's a tiny place you yeah. like I, you don't know how i gotta get down there more often it's a good club man and yeah. joe loves you too oh yeah i love so joe I love that's a, that's a fun room more. to do man you're yeah. just you're just on top of people it's about the size of our uh, never sleeps network studios here uh, not bad about that yeah we got a bed here if you need to take a nap halfway through boy i'm uh, i'm fine <laughs> um any sports growing up uh, me no, nah. I was nah, I was I was a comedy geek, you know. Yeah, I was a kid. Well, I see you're a, you're a CFL fan. Um, yeah, you like the Saskatchewan team. Well, yeah. If you're born in Saskatchewan, you don't have a say. You're right. But your your formative years were in Edmonton. Yes. You, you, you won't go for the Eskimos. No. Yeah. You you can't use that word anymore, right? Edmonton. Oh, Eskimo. Eskimos. <laughs> ah, yes. What is uh? I don't even know the Saskatchewan's team. Rough Riders. Aren't there two Rough Riders? There were. There was the Ottawa Rough Riders, but they folded. Oh, good, good. And then they I, came back. Now they're the Red Blacks. There's like eight teams. You can't think of different names. Well, like I was trying to have a conversation with a comedian the other day, and uh, I was typing St. John, like St. John, New Brunswick, but I wasn't typing Saint out. Yeah. So he thought I was talking about St. John's. Yeah. And I was, he's like, no, I can't make it out there. I'm like, no, no, it's on the way back. And he's like, no, it's... and. I was just like, there's fucking 10 countries or 10 big cities in this country. We can't think of better names. I think back then we only had like five saints in the world. There were only like five. <laughs> it was John, Luigi, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Fred. Was that, Saint Fred. Re, was there religion in the Bangs household? Ah, oh, jeez. No, mom was pretty much agnostic. Yeah. Uh, dad was a Catholic, you know, and... <clears throat> But didn't give a shit? Yeah. Didn't send you guys? You no. Know, oh, God. Not even on Christmas? No. No, we were pretty much an uh, agnostic family. I'm right. still an atheist, you know. You're in good company, buddy. Yes, we are. <laughs> Taking over. Taking over. Someday, someday people will wise up. But until then, what are you going to do? Ah, what are you going to do, huh? Let them wear their frilly hats. <laughs> wear your hats, whatever you want. So you're a, you're a comedy geek growing up then? Yeah, you know, it's like... Uh, yeah, for me, it was, it was the comedians. It was the stand-ups, you know. And where, what are you catching comedy on in the, I guess, you're growing up in the 70s now. What's broadcasting out into uh, Edmonton? Comedy-wise? I mean, back then, yeah, even back then, this is before, like... like could you get I remember being show? a kid. I, there was a time you couldn't. There was a time where in Edmonton where you couldn't get American TV stations at all. So you only got, mm -hmm. like, CBC, French CBC, and CTV, and that was it. Was there any comedy on any of those? Billy Van. Oh. Billy Van would be on, you know. But how did, how, like, what, what got you into it? What was the thing that made you search it out? Comedy records. Comedy records. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's, uh, whose albums did you have? Well, first, as a kid, it, it, the blooper albums, you know. Those hilarious blooper albums, you know, they're <laughs> advertised on TV. Give me one of those. <laughs> They'll give me one of those, and I laugh my ass I off. I like the old uh, Cheech and Chong records. Those were fun. Yeah. A little sketch comedy old for Bob you. Bob Newhart, old, uh, you know. Newhart stand-up? Yeah, he was stand-up. Oh, yeah. Newhart was a great stand-up. Yeah, I heard I heard good things. Oh, just great. He had a couple TV shows. You'd hope he's knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he had a bit of a... Staying power. It was it was long before my time, so I don't know much about him. What about uh, like Carlin? 
Was he a big thing when you were a kid? Oh, when I was, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and also, and but when we finally got the Tonight Show, I mean, I remember like as a kid growing up hearing all these jokes about Johnny Carson before I knew what he looked like, mm-hmm. you know. And NBC was the last station we got in Edmonton. We got like ABC and CBS first, and for, it just took forever to get NBC. And then NBC, you got um, in the seventies, you got your Tonight Show, you yeah. got SNL. Were you an SNL fan? Oh, absolutely, yeah. But for I, me, for me, for what starting was stand ups though. Yeah, I think. Um, my my dad grew up around that time, and he uh, well actually no he I think he's like nine years older than you something around there. I don't think he's seen stand up comedy once in his life. I made him go, and I assured him I wasn't on the show. Yeah, and then uh, that's good. Yeah, he's like okay, okay, I'll come. Um, but I I think he was a big Steve Martin fan. Were you a Steve oh, Martin yeah. fan oh, back Steve in the day? Steve Martin was a great stand up. He was like a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was so selling big. up. Sell, he was first one to sell out like huge. Wasn't he doing uh Well, Bill Cosby sold out arenas back in the in the sixties. Bill Cosby was doing. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was the first arena comic, Bill Cosby. What's he up to these days? You know, um, <laughs> haven't heard much. <laughs> yeah, you the know. Poor guy lost his sight. Oh, he's just up there, just. Can't it just... is not a good time to be a serial rapist. You know <laughs> it's not a good time. No, it isn't. Um, everyone's coming. Out. You got any skeletons in them? Well, you know, uh, first of all, uh, I've never been in any position. Uh, I've never had to sleep with anyone for a part. Okay. No one's ever said, you know, Boyd, if you have sex with me, <laughs> you'll have this acting job. That's weird because you're a very attractive man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You're probably the first person to ever say that out loud. And, you know, that's never hap- happened. Um, so, you know, and I've never been in a position to hire anyone. Like, I've never been, I'd been like, uh, hey, I run an open mic. Uh, would you like five minutes just to have sex with me? And I'll let you on. Uh, you know, that's, I've never been in a position uh, to extort sex from anyone. So, um I don't know. Maybe if I was in a position of power, who knows? Maybe. No, I'm not a heart. I'm not a serial rapist. I think uh, every every inappropriate thing you've done has been very out in the open. Oh, very out in the open. There's no secrets here. Oh no! If if uh, if little Aruda was still alive, he'd be coming forth to his uh, his story about when Boyd Banks shoved his dick in his face. First of all, I didn't <laughs> shove my dick in his face. First of all, backstory. <laughs> You're taking it out of context. This is what people do. Okay, well tell the tell the people it what happened. It was my fiftieth birthday, for God's sake. And you just wanted to. Put and Andrea Aruda is right at dick height. You know, he took that wheelchair and his head is right there i don't have to crouch i don't have to stand on anything i just gotta whip out that gelatinous lumber and just you know just smack him in the face with it just on his forehead and, and, you know hey a man's birthday wish came true steve schuster another one he was passed out at a party he didn't mind <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, although Andrea Ruta, when I bounced my dick off his head, <laughs> he was uh, forced uh, to spend the rest of his life in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's a verifiable fact. That's just a fact. After I bounced my dick on his head, he had to have an operation. That's a fact. You look it up. Now, was I saddened? I crippled a man? Yes. Did I feel bad? 
More proud than bad. More proud. <laughs> but still a little bad. Oh, a little bad, sure. When, you're, when your dick crushes a man. Would he have lived longer if I didn't? Uh, there's, there's no doubt he would have lived a longer life. There's no <laughs> doubt. But at what cost? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he was a funny little guy, huh? Yes, he was. Oh, miss you, Andre. He's, he listens. We, uh, we zap this thing right up to the big guy upstairs. <laughs> yeah, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Harvey. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Um, you a good student growing up? You know what? We could talk about the time I was. Uh, sure, I, sure, sure. Let's, me too. Yeah, I want to hear your me too story. Here's my me too story. I was. By the way, it's my yes. I was okay. Here's what happened to me. <laughs> I was doing this movie. I won't say the movie, but um, the makeup lady started uh well applying makeup on me started grinding her crotch into my knee and i thought oh well, that's an accident so, so i moved my leg away and then she grabs my knee and leg and uh, moves it right back and then proceeds to uh grind my uh you know leg mm-hmm. and um now was i sexually assaulted technically technically yeah technically i was you know mm-hmm. but was i traumatized no. <laughs> I thought it was funny then. I think it's funny now. You know, ever like a dog, you start humping your leg and you just go, ah, finish. Go yeah, ahead. Let him finish. Let's go. Yeah, we're all in, we're go. all in this together now. We're just here to have a good time yeah. and come every now and again. When you're done, I'll pat you on the head. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Did you let the makeup artist finish? Well, that's when I knew the makeup was finished. When she was finished. That's when I knew. <laughs> Now, then again, maybe, or maybe she just, like, had a really bad yeast infection. And, had, <laughs> and like, you know, I've niche. got all these actors. I got a process. You're a skinny I man. You're very bony, hands. too. You know? You got a bony knee. It could get up in there and just relieve some itch. There were a lot of actors on set that day. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was just, you know, <laughs> buddy, help me out. Do you mind? You know? <laughs> you know? Good right. for her. <laughs> Okay, so you're a good student? As oh, a I was a terrible student. Yeah? No, Class clown or just a... No, just a terrible student. Yeah. Doing the, the least amount to get by. I did that through college. It was nice. Ugh. Just the bare minimum. Give me my piece of paper. No, actually, no, not all. Some classes I try, but other classes, I'm like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to need this. Yeah. So just whatever you got to do to get by. And I and I dropped out of high school to, uh, to do stand-up, you know, so... Um, but you moved to uh, Vancouver when you're 20. Yeah, because I started doing stand up in Edmonton for a couple of years, and well, then. But there's no club there. It's just at like, that time there was no club. Yeah. So it's no what club. like bar shows. It's and- like the Sidetrack Cafe had a fun little room on a Monday. That became like the first regular thing in Toronto. In I'm sorry, Edmonton. in Edmonton at that point, because there were comedy clubs before in Edmonton, but they folded. There was Hobos in the 70s, in the late 1970s, and then Jesters, like in in the early early 80s. And then till like Yax Edmonton, there was like a from like 1980 to what 86, there wasn't a, a club in in Edmonton, you know. What grade do you drop out of to uh, pursue this? How old are you? That was uh, uh, in Alberta last year in high school. Was 12, so I was in grade 12. You were that close to the finish line. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was two weeks before graduation. I it's said, like done. See ya. <laughs> I got a spot at the open mic tonight. Pretty much. That was it. Yeah, that's how delusional you are. But you need that, that dumb, blind ambition. Not could could you make money at all? I oh, no, you're... not for years. No, because there, there were no gigs. There was... Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm just like these little shows. There was probably like, 
Is there a cover charge? Is it all free shows? It's all free. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's amateur. At, that, at that point, there was no, there was no, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're living at home, just doing the, how many nights yeah. a week you're getting up? Back then, not that much. Maybe just like, hopefully, at least once a week at the sidetrack. But you know, there were very rarely other little rooms like that. You know, like once a week, that's it. You know, if we were lucky, if we were lucky, mm-hmm. you know. You you got a job or anything? Oh yeah, I did a job. I worked in a hospital. I was a janitor. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was, you know clean up some messed up shit or what? I got my, I got some, you know, back then I got some great inoculations, you know? (laughs) You know, so I I was able to take on anything. You ever have to clean up after a baby's been born? I hear that gets pretty sloppy. No, I never, I never got to know that. I'd I'd be making big money if I was doing that. Yeah, because those are specialized, specialized uh, workers. Oh, yeah. You're just going around with a mop. Did you ever see the show Scrubs? Yes, I did. You would be like the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just an evil, Pretty much. evil sort of plotting against the uh, the star. <laughs> well, the one thing that we did do though, when I was, I would uh, they, uh, to the pharmacy, I'd check out their uh, pills they would dispose of, and I'd bring them to a buddy who worked at the hospital, and I'd go, "Hey, which ones are we gonna? I need to point me which ones. That one, take that one, take that one. Don't take that one." So, <laughs> that was uh, kind of fun. Were you uh, you doing a lot of drugs as a, as a teen there oh, in Edmonton? Oh. I like, only really started got getting into pot after high school. Yeah, what about yeah. what about drinking? When do you start drinking? Oh, drinking? Are you kidding? That was like, I remember in grade two. Right. <laughs> I think it was my first drink. Grade it was grade two. I got uh, we were at family dinner and uh, the parents poured me a glass of champagne. Oh, there you go. And I sucked it back in one shot. I like it. And then my parents looked at each other like, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you did. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um so but uh like when you were a teenager, like in high school, we've got to be drink. Oh yeah. A lot of, of drinking going on oh, in Edmonton, God, we, eh? We would drink before basketball games. We would Oh, in high school. After we had a blood drive, and we, then we went we went drinking at lunch. And just came back shit faced for afternoon classes. Like we would go with our binders. I like that you're it's like Berta. Did you give blood then go get drunk? Because yeah. you knew you could oh, get yeah. drunk easy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a hick move. <laughs> I had a great afternoon. Uh, yeah, we would we would walk in with our binders into the bar. In, in Edmonton, <laughs> we would drink in the bar and then go back for after. It was a different, we had, wonderful time. We uh, we used to go to this bar. Um, we had uh, me and my buddies had uh, third period spare, so we it was like a double lunch, pretty much. Like you have a two hour break in the middle of the day. And my buddy was dating a girl two years older than us. We were uh, seventeen. She was nineteen. She was working at the local bar in Niagara Lake, and we would go there and have liquid lunches. And then I'd go back. The end of my day was I taught uh, the elementary school kids that came in. I taught them shop class for my co-op. Nice. <laughs> and, I, and I remember one kid's like, do you smell like beer? I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, no, you do. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I, caught, I got caught. I remember uh, helping these kids make a bong one time. The guy's like, <laughs> this kid comes up and he's like, could you like drill a hole right through here? And I was, I just looked at him. I was like, really? You wanted me to drill? And he was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, wouldn't look me in the eye. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know what you're making, bud. And I fucking put it in the drill press. Yeah. And then it got caught and it started like spinning around and like made a big commotion. We had to like hit the emergency stop. And then the, cause I'm just doing a co-op. Yeah. And so the actual shop teacher like comes over and sees his bong stuck on the drill press. 
and he starts like he takes me aside he's like were you were you helping them with this and i was like yeah why and he's like don't you know what this is i'm like nah man i don't know what that is he goes it's a pot pipe i was like really these kids at this age like i knew i was smoking weed at that age. <laughs> Uh, oh, but not a lot of weed in uh, Edmonton then. Uh, at, at that point, no. Just mostly for me, it was just drink beer. I've always loved beer. Beer's yeah, me great. too. It's so good. Oh, beer's so good. I'm on uh, day eight of sobriety, and I. Uh, How's that going? It's. Uh, I'd like a beer. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> I just finished a month myself. So mm-hmm. It's nice. Good, it's good you always take you. a month off every year, right? At least a month off. Yeah, I do. Is yeah. it always the same month, or you just, no. just sometimes you're like, ah, I gotta take it easy. I know when I gotta take a month off. When uh, I wake up in the morning and I see that empty bucket of KFC, <laughs> and I, go, ah, I know that. gotta go in that wagon. It's my, uh, it's my perk. That's your yeah. rock bottom. Man. Yeah, it's my rock bottom, <laughs> man. Chicken bones scattered around. Mm. Your cat's chewing at the chicken bones. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so you, you got to get out of Edmonton. There's only one uh, one comedy show you can do. Yeah, so, so just so moved yeah. to Vancouver, you know, and uh, lived there for a couple of years in a house full how, of other comedians. How quick did you break into the clubs or club? Uh, you know, I mean, at that point, you know, uh, they were just looking for comedians. I remember, you know, there's many people. Yeah, doing I it, hear you know? they used to. They used to be like. Um, they they needed more. Yeah. Oh yeah. They needed. Now we're back like, then. fuck. Yeah. Could like a couple hundred of you just walk away? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that's the way it was. You know. Yeah. So you rose quickly then. We had stage time. Absolutely. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And it was wonderful to live in it. Nothing like being a teenager, living in a house. How many? With a com- bunch of other comics. How many comics? We had uh, Colin Campbell, Roger Chandler, Harry Dupe. Glenn Lamont lived there for a bit. Me in the attic. Anywhere from at least at least four at a time. Wowza. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's a comic house across the street. My my guest last week was uh, Marito Lopez. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. He, he lives... There's uh, four comics upstairs, uh, two on the main floor, and one in the basement with his girlfriend. So it's, uh, it's a happy home, I think. <laughs> poor girl. Poor, poor girl. Yeah, she's not she's not faring too well no, over there. No. But what can you do? <laughs> this is this is what happens when you sign on with Monty Scott. <laughs> I'm kidding, Monty, I love you, even though he doesn't listen. Nobody listens, Boyd. I understand. You can say whatever you want on That's here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Um when do you start uh when do you start acting? Like I guess stand up's not paying the bills, you gotta figure it out or Well it's just I never did. I mean, you know, you could and then, well, in Vancouver, I was able to uh, save some money to move off to Vancouver. So I floated on that for a while. But then I could, I could get some uh, stand-up gigs. I could barely, can you, you starve, but, you know, you eat a lot of pasta mm-hmm. and potatoes. Baked potatoes was a big favorite. <laughs> but it was a different time. You could, you, could, you could be a, you know, you could afford to be a loser back then in my, in my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you got to work your ass off to be a loser. I know. You got to you got three jobs to be a fucking loser these days. <laughs> you are tired. You know, back then it was just a different world. You know. Well, I, mean, I think everything was a lot cheaper, especially like here. Like I don't understand how anyone could not have a job in this city. Yeah. Like there's like I understand there's some comedians that there's a always a handful of comics that are able to make a living doing stand up in mm-hmm. in the country, but it's only a small handful. But then the especially other, now, yeah, and then the other ones you're just like they don't work, but you're like fuck, you gotta like how are you feeding yourself, you know? And they're just living like whatever. Yeah, 
Wow. I mean, back back in Vancouver in those days, I, I remember paying what 175 bucks a month for rent for the attic. That's all right, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, when uh, so when do you get a? What's your first acting role? You just go out for not till I moved or? to not till I moved out to Toronto. Oh, I figured know? you'd start out there. Nah, there was back then. There was like nothing. There really no. wasn't much. That really didn't happen until you know um, the free trade agreement was signed. You know, and that opened up things. You know, when Americans started coming up here. You know. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess this is uh, this is all before my time. Yeah, You're educating be- me here. This is all before. Oh yeah, I mean back <laughs> then. Uh, I mean back then it was uh, uh, commercials. I mean that's that's a, still today your first acting gig's probably gonna be a commercial. You know, uh, that's my first and only. Yeah. <laughs> so you moved to Toronto. How old are you? I was eighty six. What twenty one, twenty two? How long in Vancouver? 20, I think it was twenty two. Was it two years? A couple of years in Vancouver, and then yeah. and then 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 Toronto ever since. And you got here. There was just yuck yucks, or at the time there was just yuck yucks. Yeah. And you start you get in that club really? Yeah, easy? I got in that club really. Again, that was the time you know they needed comics. Mm-hmm. You know, come on by. X was expanding. I, I, you know, came at the right time. To be able to get stage time, and you know, and have you always been? Um, because because you're the guy most of Toronto comics look to to say the most inappropriate thing at um, after a time of uh, any disaster or any yes. sadness, you're usually the one who comes out and says the most awful thing, and then we all go, Okay, we can laugh again. And um, what would you like to talk about? Well, I just was this always like this? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I was always, like you were always just even as a kid, outrageous uh, and just. Didn't dark. give a shit. Oh yeah, dark. I was always, I always loved a dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, Mike, remember baby jokes? Oh, dead baby jokes. But dead baby jokes. I grew up on those. Man. So good. What's, oh, I love a dead what's baby. What's worse than finding um, eight dead babies in a dumpster? What? Finding one dead baby in eight dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because of walking, I mean, you'd be exhausted. Oh, that's but one-stop dead baby shopping. Mm-hmm. You got to find an alley with a lot of dumpsters. Cut out your walking. <laughs> you know, so I grew up on baby jokes, which still make me laugh. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> but it's always been just dark and try to... Well, I remember my first joke that, that really changed my life was a knock-knock joke. I was a kid, like a year old, and um, <laughs> it was knock-knock, who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub, I'm drowning. <laughs> remember laughing really hard as a kid. Because two things hit me. First thing was, uh, wow, someone can die in a joke. That's hilarious. I never thought someone could die in a joke. And the second thing I thought of, wow, you, that's a speech impediment. You shouldn't make fun of that. That's wrong. That's funny. You shouldn't make fun of a guy. And so that's, so I think that's a joke that changed my life. Yeah. And uh, when you when you get to Toronto, I hear Breslin used to uh, used to love the more outrageous you were, the more he liked you. Like I, I, I think he's still that way, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's, I heard he used to uh, give bonuses if you walk the crowd. I don't remember those. No, no I don't remember <laughs> did, those. Did you walk? You ever walk a crowd? No, no. I was never like. Uh, I mean, I'd walk parts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people left going, "Why?" <laughs> I still get that. You know. You know. Did you ever get, were you ever headlining? Like doing 45s or anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back in that. Oh, yeah. When was the last time you did a 45? Jeez. I don't know, man. Maybe 10 years ago. Shit. I would have loved to see that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I get I I only ever get you in small doses, and I I I I, I love the doses, but I need to up the dosage, you know. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be taping some sets and putting them on the uh, internet. Yeah. Soon, yeah. A little little Boyd Banks resurgence. Well, just some friends go on and want to see some sets and never get out here. So yeah, I'll tell you, I'm going to tape some sets at the Underground. Cool, cool. On cool. your Wednesday nights. You ever you ever need a hand, bud? Let Beautiful. Me know. I got a I got a camera and everything. Excellent. Yeah, that's what I do. You know. Um, what's your first commercial? The first commercial I did, I believe, was a car company. Yeah, there's an SOC sign on camera, and back then, you know, you. It's funny. I think you have. You got. I think you just got paid more as an actor back then. Probably. And now it's just. Well, no, no, you don't get no, paid. No, you get paid the same as you did back then. The oh no, you ra- make the, the rate has just never gone up. And also, <laughs> it, well, and also the rates have gone down for other other gigs. You know, I mean, you do a Canadian movie now. You know, it's just. Well, there's. He's got these tip. Pro- these they're called tip projects where, you make you know 120 bucks a day. Yeah. You know? And it's like 10 hours. Remember doing this, to, you know, in your days like 10, 10 hours. So you're literally making, you know, you might as well nine, be, 10 bucks an hour. Might as well be punching a clock. You're making less than minimum wage. And I understand that that's the business in Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to make less than minimum wage, I get that. But, you know, why am I paying union dues? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I don't get. What do I get out of that? <laughs> it's different now. You don't get paid. Was it easier to get uh, easier to get booked back then too? I guess was there a, was there a oh, lot sure. of people trying to act as well, or was uh, it like comedy where they're still looking for those pe- like? Absolutely, that, that's true. There wasn't there wasn't the people. There wasn't there wasn't the infrastructure. There wasn't the uh, the theater schools there is now. There's the comedy schools now that just churn out the pup these puppy mills mm-hmm. that churn people out for jobs that haven't existed in ten years. <laughs> you know, I mean, the only people making money now are people doing schools. Um, I do schools and I still don't make yeah. any money. But. Yeah. You know, I mean, every year in, in theater, and just in Ontario, there's like over 300 university grads every year of theater in just in Ontario. Every year, another 300 in the pile. Jesus. You know. Where are these what, people working? Four, they don't. They're, they're your waitresses. They're your waiters. Did you ever do any uh, like live production? Like live plays? No, I've never done No? That. No, just stand up. Yeah, I... I um, I went to see uh, Bad Out of Hell a couple weeks ago. Free tickets. How That's, was it? It was pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, maybe it's just not for me. Uh, but I was with Kira, who uh, she, she was very excited. We're going to the theater. And mm. and I looked at her. The lights came up at uh, intermission. And she just looked at me with a smile on her face. She goes, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. I remember they had like 50 people on stage dancing at one point. And I was just like... It's a lot of dancers, <laughs> and they probably all went like classically trained or whatever yeah. the hell you do to become a dancer. But it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of people want to get into the arts, and it, it's because there's something wrong with society. Yeah, and it's such a, it's just the the playing field is just getting more narrow and narrow as we move along, and it's just I don't know, like comedy clubs are half empty all the time. And it's just, why is everyone pursuing this? This is what I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with us. That's yeah, why. Yeah, there is definitely something wrong with us. But we do it because, fuck, it's it's pretty fun. It's a great, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like getting up on stage and you just saying something completely outrageous. Like, uh, it's in the news. The, 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 what was, uh, somebody told me you had a good 9-11 joke, like the day after or something. Oh, no, I, uh, no, it wasn't a day after. It wasn't the day after. It was, uh, it wasn't a joke anyway. No, but like, I remember, um, even back, even back then, yeah, 
you, you, I had this 9-11 bit I wanted to do, but I still had to wait. I remember there was a time I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. you know, for, for weeks. It was like, it was a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? And so I'm, I got this bit, I wrote this bit, but I can't do it yet. I just can't. <laughs> TikTok soon, can't do it. I like that you're calculated like that, because I, I, I picture you as like, well, this is insane, let's say it, and just blurt it out. But that, that was then, that was 9-11, you know. And, that uh, was the big one. <laughs> yeah, but now I think that's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Well, the thing is... Um, with the internet. And yeah, that. with now you you have to say it that day because nobody's thinking about it the next day. Yeah. Like, it's stories are, like, so in and out of the news these days. Like, who the fuck's talking about that huge massacre in Las Vegas anymore? Yeah. Like, that was a big deal for one week, and then nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah. It's on to the next fucking church shooting, you know? But, uh... Yeah. TikTok. <laughs> I know. I hate organized religion just as much as the next oh, guy, but I, come on. Oh, <laughs> bang, bang. You know, you know, and also, um, George H. Bush, President Bush, 93 of President Bush, is getting in trouble for uh, grabbing gals' asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. I say, keep doing it, George. You're 93. <laughs> I'll tell you when I turn 93, the day I turn 93 on my birthday, I'm grabbing everyone's ass. Well, I'm grabbing women's asses. I'm grabbing man's asses. <laughs> you don't have a gender? No, but you got an ass, don't you? And I'm grabbing it because I'm 93 today. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins Day for 93-year-olds. Hey, why not? You, you You're smacked, 93. He's a former president. You smacked a wee man in the face with your penis on your 50th. You can only go up from there. <laughs> and hey, and I gave you a 40-year warning, people. <laughs> when I grab your ass in 2057, don't look all shocked, okay? Oh, funny. I warned you. Comedy nerd growing up, you, were you, I guess you weren't a ladies' man then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I couldn't get laid in a brothel, you can. I still can't. I do not know. Well, of course, you don't pay for sex. That's uh, why I, I don't You right. just go in there and get hard. And, all right, I'm leaving now. <laughs> That's the thing about turning 50. I remember being young going, paying for sex, how? how, how ooh, how? And now that I'm 50, and it's like, it's the only way I'm ever going to have sex is if I pay for it. It's the only way. Ah, oh, too funny. What about when you're doing a stand-up and you're, you're a young man, you're doing some acting work, you can't uh, you can't wow the ladies with any of that? You know, so, yeah, but my act, you know, my act isn't, it's, it's not. You're not trying to get laid after the show with that act. <laughs> no, I did, sadly, I did try to get laid after the show after that act. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not like some comics are like a couple friendly even, you know, guys will, I've seen it many times, guys bring their gals to see me and they go, oh, boy's great, you're going to love him. He's this hilarious guy. And then the gals will watch me and they're horrified, <laughs> you know, and then now that guy's not getting any sex tonight because yeah. she's mad at him thinking, <laughs> you think, you think this is funny? You're a monster. <laughs> Like no one gets laid at my shows. Nobody, nobody's getting laid. Yeah, unless you ruin it. Unless you're appalled and you go home and let let's go hate fuck, honey. If you want to break up with a gal, <laughs> bring her to a Boyd Banks show. That might that might be it. <laughs> when do you? Uh, when do you? How old are you when you meet your wife? Ex-wife. Sorry. Jeez, that was how old was I then? Might have been what twenty-two. 
Oh, real young. Oh, yeah. 22 when I met her. Oh, shit. I, I, I didn't know you were that young. So you just, you're fresh into Toronto when you meet her. Yeah, within a year, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And you guys get married uh, quick or? I think it was the year 1999 we got married. 99, yeah. So a few years later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess you were, and you were just with your wife for. Yeah, all this time. Yeah. So there wasn't much, much. Uh, yeah, there's, there's there no... wasn't much time for me to uh, get laid from stage, thankfully. <laughs> and uh, I don't think it'll ever happen. No. <laughs> I don't think I'll have sex again. I really don't think so. Uh, Naomi at the underground is, uh, she's she's itchy, buddy. She's looking for it. Well, that, that's, <laughs> she's, my, she's my third and long for CFL fans out there. For NFL fans, it's fourth and longer. <laughs> oh, great. great. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to have sex again. I just don't see it happening. We'll get you laid, pal. Oh, well, we'll wow. hit the town. I'm sober right now, so I'll just be the weird guy in the corner. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll funnel all my drinking money into you and some fucking girl, and uh, we'll just, I don't know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, nah. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to just resign to the fact I got my cats. <laughs> well, don't start fucking them. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, fuck. If you if you really need to get laid, you get a dog, right? No. <laughs> Move to the country. <laughs> Lamb country. Uh, when uh, when you got divorced, um, I too am a divorced man. As, It'll happen, as you know. Uh, your wife was your agent at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, so did did you guys try to maintain that relationship, or was it uh, you lost your wife and agent in the same day? No, it was it was uh, like it's just it's just a mess, you know. It's just. Uh, you go through that it's just uh, horrendous you know yeah and yeah, you yeah. can't think straight for years no it took it took me like i had like six really weird fucking yeah. years three five yeah 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 maybe i was less than, i don't know it was it was a weird time in my oh, life yeah but you know, you know it, it's horrible but it, you know the police were never called no, no, no. You know, it was never violent i know it's not supposed to be violent it was, <laughs> it was never violent you know so um, do you guys ever talk? Oh yeah, we're friends now. We're, okay. we're oh yeah, it's yeah, all right. That's good. That's good. Me and me and my my ex won't. Uh, I I see her in the street sometimes because she's a Toronto police officer. Yeah, and I could try to say hi, but she doesn't want to talk. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, I'll just keep going now. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> it's nice to know you're still a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> um, what's your what's your favorite most memorable acting role you did? Some of those zombie movies were fun. Oh yeah, you were the uh, the butcher in the. Uh, that, yeah, that's. In the, what is it? Dawn of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Land of and the that Dead. Was a, that was a great fun. You got your own action figure out of that. Yeah, that's not, that's all right. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead was fun. Are you ever go to comic cons and stuff like that? Yeah, I went. I went there in a bit for a bit. Yeah, in the U.S. You stopped doing it though. Yeah, it's like it's nowadays. It's like when I started, man, I'm old. It was like uh, it was like uh, yeah, be conventions, and now it's like you got to be like on a TV show now. Oh yeah, to, they they don't get those. Shit. Yeah, unless it was Star Trek, they don't want to see you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But they're fun though. Yeah. For a while there, you were uh, you were popping up on a lot of stuff, which is uh, good. When are you gonna, when are we gonna see you back on the big screen? Uh, Still auditioning know, or what? Not much. It's pretty, you know, when you hit fifty, you know, I'm not fifties now. I'm still great. I still work. You know, did not have did not have my worst year. But I like you hit fifty. You know, it's harder harder to grind when once you get older. 
Oh, you just gotta, you know, these days you just gotta make your own stuff. Just, you know, there's no excuse anymore. You, you just got to grab your cell phone and make your own TV shows, make yeah. your own movies. There's no... Throw it online. You can do it now. Hopefully somebody gets it to you. I heard uh, Pugh said he was at an audition. You and Rob Pugh were auditioning for the same thing? Yeah. That's odd, eh? <laughs> it was a commercial. Uh, I think we were in the same... Not the same role, but okay. maybe the same commercial. Just a broad, uh, broad window for that character. But, uh, yeah, he said he saw you... Do the funniest thing ever when you guys left that. There was a guy in a wheelchair with no yeah, legs. That's right. And you stopped and went, hey, that guy's not wearing any pants. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And he laughed. <laughs> just, guys, no, he's just a torso. Yeah. Not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my moments. I you have, have my uh, moments. I have my moments. There are moments when I, people actually laugh. I have... Uh, me and, me and you have the same ability of, uh, uh, we can get away with saying offside shit, um, for some reason. Like, and it's like, I know it's been a, it's been a thing my entire life. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've been able to be completely inappropriate in very like sensitive situations and I've always gotten a free pass for it because I don't know, fucking charm. I don't know what it is. Hard to stay mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fuck We're this. like raccoons. Yeah, Hard to stay mad at us. We uh, will go through your garbage, but we're still fucking pretty cute in the end. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> we make a mess, though. We're loud, especially when we fight and fuck. <laughs> but we are cute. Uh, what is your uh, what is your most hated role that you've ever done? Oh, the, no, the worst job of my life is Little Mosque of the Pearl. Yeah, <laughs> you, I, I hear oh. you bitch about that a lot. Oh, it's the worst job of my yeah, life. Why was it so crazy? Oh, God, just, it's just embarrassing being on a show that bad. I mean, for two years there, it was the most hated show. I, I never watched a single episode of it. Oh, good for you. Don't, don't ever watch it. Don't. <laughs> it, was, it was like for two years, man. I'd be just walking down the street, people would scream at you, hey, your show sucks. <laughs> and I would just smile and wave back and go, I know. <laughs> that went on for like two years. For two years, it was like a Friday late show every time I went out. I'd be heckled by old women, strangers, you know. Oh, what's he, you can't deny that CBC money. Oh, $7,000 a year. Oh. <laughs> you Fantastic. What was your role on that? Like, was it recurring or was it a regular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a recurring. You know, it was, I was only supposed to be in the pilot and then. Uh, just kept popping back up. Oh, jeez, man. That's a show. <laughs> you know, that's one of those they, I wish I Didn't they I'd fly never... out in the middle of nowhere, too? No, I don't know where China's not the middle of nowhere. Was, <laughs> I'm a Ryder fan. I loved that. I loved Regina. That was good. That was the best. That was the only good part of that show. It was, it was filmed you in know? Regina. And the crew was great. The crews were great. And, mm -hmm. But, jeez, what a horrible fucking job that was. <laughs> Jesus. Just the worst. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Oh, that's great. Oh, misery. Um, so you, uh, you're going to start putting some stuff on tape. What do you, what, what's, what's, what's the, what's the game plan now, boy? What do we do now? Yeah. Run out the clock. Run it you out. know, these days, you know, I mean, I just, all you can do is just wait for the crazed gunman to shoot you, you know, at the mall, wherever it's going to be. It'll be my turn. You don't think you'll, uh, you think you'll ever get, uh, cast as a pedophile without an audition again? Ish, you know, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I've played a lot of pedophiles. <laughs> pedophiles, uh, child rapists, uh, flashers of children. Um, 
Method actor, too. Did I mention child rapist? Did I mention, <laughs> I covered that, child rapist. Oh, distributor of child porn. That was another one, another job I had. It's interesting, though, when, yeah, they, they gave me, a, they offered me a role of a pedophile. And um, tell you, the next time when you have to audition for the role of a pedophile. I got to tell you, you know, my nose got out of joint. Like, <laughs> you want me to audition? Wait. You want me to audition with the other actors for the role? Yeah. Well, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I feel kind of snubbed, you know? Like, yeah. Thought you had a reputation? Do you really think do they know someone the else? Fuck you are? <laughs> do they have a... <laughs> wow. Okay. Fine. So I go in there. And then, and then, you know, I didn't get the part. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was something. They went another way. <laughs> well, <good. laughs> I guess I just got to take a class. You know, I got to work harder. I got to double down. I got to. Did you ever do any acting classes? Oh, fuck, you got to. I do yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking about taking some. Oh, you got to. I, I, I don't go out for auditions. I don't, I don't know. I don't see myself as an actor. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, then don't bother then. But I don't know. They, I, you got to be a lifer or not. Yeah, you got to go jump in full. Well, yeah, that's I. I would hate to dip my toe into something that's not my forte, and even like if I were to land something, I'd feel like an asshole because I feel like I get pissed off every time a comedian that like doesn't give a hundred percent gets shit. You're like, what the fuck? I'm out here busting my ass. Yeah, and you come in once a week and do your thing, and yeah, and they've got you know they've got you know. 20,000 other people to look at, you know, now it's different now. Mm -hmm. You just got to make your own show. Let's go make a show, Boyd. All right. You're good at, let's, child porn? You said you were were a distributor. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go grab some kids from the lobby of Alex's building. I'm just so grateful no one listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to say all border agents, these were joking. (laughs) These are jokes. Uh, I can't stand children. All right. Well, um, I don't know. That's pretty much our hour. Is there anything you wanted to ask me, Boyd? Do you want to find out anything about me? I found out you grew up with seven siblings. You don't talk to any of them anymore. Oh, no, I see them all the time, you know. But uh, well, we're not big on funerals, so that's good. That's a good family tradition. Is everyone still alive? Well, uh, dad, dad passed away years back. And but, him and your mom were still together, though, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I remember you, uh, you went. Uh, you you went out to Edmonton uh, a couple years back to see your mom. Yeah, I was there for spent Christmas with her. Yeah. yeah, and she's doing all okay. She she'll be she'll be living a long time. Did ever like when the time you moved to Edmonton was the whole family move or had had anyone grown up and? Oh no the no, house? it was the whole family. Definitely. Okay, so yeah. nobody was already like yeah. out in the work world and. No. Okay, and they all still situated there. Uh, see, I got my older brothers in Vancouver, but everyone else pretty much in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay, so it's nice, uh, nice yeah. easy. You get to see oh. everyone. Oh yeah, when shop. I go back, I see them all. Good, 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 good. It's a good town, Edmonton. Great town. Something my listener should uh, should know about. Boy does uh, starving comics uh, dinners every now and again, um, and makes some of the most amazing food I've ever had. The uh, I was there for the lobster mashed potatoes. Oh, aren't those fun? Thank you. I'm glad you have. I like I like having comics over. Yeah, no, it's great, man. It's a it's a fun thing to do, and I. I I've had you know my house not for any, anything special, just a frozen burger. But you know there was thought behind it. Yeah, there was love. There was love. In the- we we sliced those pickles ourselves. <laughs> um, it's fun. It's just, you know comics for funny guys and gals. You know when we get together, get some beers into us, 
Mm-hmm. We're hilarious. I serve in December. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna cheers you. We're gonna have a hell of a Christmas together. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, you're getting married, aren't you? Um, that'll be yeah next September. Wow, September 11th. How romantic. <laughs> I wish it's. Oh, it's. I think it's on a Tuesday again this year. So that's. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about I don't anymore. Know. Um, all right. Well, that's our show. Thank you. Did you have fun, boys? I had a great Was time. it too painful for you? Not at all. All right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to get too personal with you. Nah, you know? nah, nah. I don't, don't want to upset the old man. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm too old. Uh, you don't do the internet. Usually I tell everyone to plug their social media, but you're... Uh, I got hacked two Octobers ago. And I you just love it. quit the internet? I am like, not. Do you even have an email anymore? No, I'm, call me on the phone. So when you get auditions, it's by, by phone? Your agent's still calling? No, my agent texts me. Uh, like, oh, I, can, okay. I got a cell phone so i can text i get yeah. the information okay but i don't I, I don't have cable tv i don't have the internet i don't have a landline fuck you're an interesting man i'm saving like 360 bucks a month and you make your own ice cream with those and i make my own ice cream with the those most savings. delicious ice cream and you were nice enough to make my lovely kira uh, vegan tiger tail ice cream which um, I'm not going to lie to you, Boyd. I ate most of that. Really? Oh, it was good. <laughs> I'll make more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, if uh, Boyd's not on the internet, but if you uh, if you ever see his name on a poster for a show or written in chalk outside some or weird bar, wanted. Yeah, or <laughs> or uh, or <laughs> did you say help wanted? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say most wanted. <laughs> most wanted and um, help wanted. But. Uh, uh, I, I I urge you to go see Boyd Flash Banks in neighborhood on stage, and I I'll recommend go see Boyd Banks after a catastrophic incident happens in our world, because <laughs> um, Boyd will make you feel better about it, guys. That uh, <laughs> that has been our hour this week uh, with the one and only Mr. Boyd Banks, guys. Thank this you. was the Potato Files here on the Never Sleeps Network. Um, sorry. Not the never, just never sleeps network. I was told, don't say the in front of never sleeps network. Just never sleeps, buddy. Do you never. sleep? How's your how's, how's your sleep? You good? good, good. Yeah, yeah, good. You get your uh, you get your eight hours every I'm night. I'm getting my nine hours every day. Well, that's all right, man. Yeah. We never sleep around this network. Hmm. I gotta plug that three more times, or that I don't could get be health problems. <laughs> uh, but guys, check me out. Uh, Jeff Paul Comedy is all my socials, and I'm at the Underground Comedy Club every single Wednesday night for Dope and Mike Comedy. Thanks for listening, guys. Come back soon. Bye bye, bye, Boydie. Bye. bye. Thanks for having me. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello again, Jeff Paul here. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files on Never Sleeps Network. Did you know NSN features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling. Thanks for listening. Uh, Bye-bye.